I have previously discussed the arrival of fall, the season, officially here in central Ohio, the actual feeling of fall has not really existed until now. That's right, kids. The weather has officially changed for us. Now, as I have also mentioned in a previous podcast, with the change of seasons comes the need for me to switch from shorts to pants, which is problematic right now because my weight is kind of in between super fat ass and regular fat ass. So I have a lot of both shorts and jeans or pants that either fit maybe a little too loosely or I can't quite button them. But that's my problem. We won't go into that. However, I am a bit finicky about what I like to wear in public. Hence the title of the episode. There are a lot of situations where I feel like someone is overdressed, underdressed, just completely, what the fuck are you doing? And that is what we're going to discuss on today's show. So before I get into anything, let me point out, I understand, as always, that I'm probably a bit more irritated and easily annoyed than the average person. I also realize that I try and live by this odd set of principles and standards that, again, the majority of the general public do not adhere to. So while none of this is technically fashion advice, this is basically me saying, here's how y'all would dress if I ruled the world. If I ruled the world. Copyright infringement. Copyright infringement. Like me personally, I will not leave the house in a pair of shorts or pants that are not actual shorts or pants. Like I won't leave the house in basketball shorts. It's just too casual for me. I guess I maybe because I carry a wallet, I want a back pocket and the big flappy side pockets on basketball shorts. I mean, you could your wallet could just fly out while you're walking down the aisle at a local grocery store and you wouldn't even feel it happen. The same thing could happen with your car keys. So you go to check out and realize I don't have any money. And now I can't get home. But it's not necessarily just about the utilitarian reasons behind it. I'm just not a fan of going out looking like I am ready to sit down and casually enjoy TV at 10 p.m. before I go to bed. I also will not wear sweatpants outside in public. Even like what you would call track pants. I own a pair of Adidas quote unquote finger quotes track pants, but I wear them around the house. I'm not a member of Corn or P. Diddy, so I feel awkward going out in track pants, but especially sweatpants. I mean, sweatpants are the long-legged stepbrother of the basketball shorts. But I also won't leave the house in like a shitty-looking t-shirt that I would just wear around the house comfortably so as not to dirty the actual laundry that is presentable to the public. Like, for example, right now I am wearing a basic white undershirt. I would not leave the house in this. It is an undershirt. We'll get into that a little bit later, ladies. But it is designed to be an undergarment. Yeah, I could go walking outside with a white shirt. However, I have no problem wearing a white t-shirt. But I would want to buy a white t-shirt that is the appropriate weight to be an external shirt, not an undershirt. Undershirts and undergarment materials are usually designed to be covered by other things. So maybe their see-through capacity isn't as important. I'm not saying like when I'm wearing a white undershirt that you just see these bright neon pepperoni nipples glowing from behind my shirt, but I do have a tattoo on my stomach that is black ink and in a 
certain type of undershirt. Yeah, you might be able to see my tattoo slightly through the shirt. That is not appropriate for public presentation. If I want y'all to see my stomach tattoo, I'll wear one of my many halter tops. So I'll just kind of go through from head to toe what I do or don't consider acceptable. And now I'm going to discuss this more from not just a personal perspective, but this will also apply to ladies apparel as well. I'm going to skip hats because I don't really care about hats. My main thing with hats is men or I guess women, but this would more happen with men. Don't wear a hat that has a whole bunch of white swirly lines around the bill where we know that you have sweated through that thing so many times that there's now just human salt deposits in the bill of the hat. We know that that hat smells like Satan's butthole before you even put it on your head and then activate the stench with the sweat of your head. And don't tell me you don't sweat. We've seen the salt deposits. Obviously, the big thing with hats is don't wear them into places like nice restaurants. Take them off when they're doing the national anthem or the Pledge of Allegiance or things like that. I'm not even sure I totally agree with that because I don't think it really makes any sense. Why is a hat all of a sudden the one thing that you shouldn't have on if something patriotic is going to occur? That doesn't really make any sense. Why are your shoes, your socks... Why are those things acceptable, but the hat, that's offensive. How dare you do that to our country? I mean, I still take my hat off in those moments because it is what is socially expected and acceptable. It doesn't mean I understand why the fuck that matters. So essentially with hats, just don't wear crusty looking fucking hats that you've mowed the lawn in for the last three years. You can wear it at home or when you mow the lawn. Don't wear it to fucking Speedway. Don't wear it to McDonald's. Don't wear it to a department store. Don't wear it anywhere that extends beyond your own residential property line. Before we make our way to upper body apparel, we'll go ahead and stop just below the hat level for sunglasses. Don't wear your sunglasses inside. It looks stupid, and I know I am guilty of this sometimes because I have prescription sunglasses, and many times I'll run to Kroger, and I'll hop out on a sunny day, and I will forget. I'll walk into the store, and all of a sudden it's like, why is everything so dark? And then I'm like, shit, but now I gotta walk out to my car if I want to get my glasses, so I either put them up on my head and just blurrily make my way through the fucking store and my list, or I just walk around with sunglasses on the whole time looking like I'm on the lamb for a crime I committed in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Don't look into it, anyone. So shirts. And again, I want to make sure I'm not trying to give you guys fashion advice. I'm talking about what I consider to be appropriate apparel to wear in front of other people. So again, as I mentioned earlier, undershirts, men, I don't really think you should be wearing an undershirt as a t-shirt. It's just not the same material. It's not necessarily as sweat absorbent, and it might be a little see-through. You know, I said this wouldn't be fashion, but this would only be what I consider appropriate. But I'm just going to throw this in there, guys. If you have a t-shirt on, I don't care if you have jeans, shorts, whatever, do not tuck the fucking t-shirt in. A t-shirt should never be tucked in, let alone with the belt. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of the tank top, but, you know, in the deep heat of summer, that's fine. 
I think it looks really fucking stupid when people take what we obviously know was a t-shirt and then we cut it from the shoulders all the way down to like the waistline so it's this giant fucking gaping tank top of sweat and nastiness and we get basically can see through the fucking shirt from a side angle because there's that little material. Guys, if you're doing that, that's fine if you want to do it at home. I don't want to fucking see that much of your torso in the fucking speedway. I just came to get some Coors Light. Is it going to cost extra for the Magic Mike experience? Now, ladies, a bra is not a top. It is not uncommon nowadays for there to be shirts and tops that are basic, or just women that walk around in a sports bra. If you insist on doing that at the gym, even though there are certain gyms that basically say a woman has to have on more than a sports bra because that is a fucking undergarment, kind of like an undershirt, I'm not going to fucking walk around in an undershirt because it is an undergarment. That means they're supposed to be an outer garment. Look, I like the sight of a lady's body just as much as the next guy. But there is also sexiness in the not exactly knowing. A lot of girls would go out with a guy, and even if they never take an article of clothing off on their first two dates, he still pretty much knows what she's going to look like naked. He just doesn't know, maybe, like, is there a landing strip? Is it a bald taco? Does she have pepperoni or salami nipples? I don't know. Those are some things that you'll find out. But I do not think walking around in any undergarment is considered appropriate attire. Yes, there are ladies' tops that are a little more risque, but are designed as tops. But literally walking around in a fucking sports bra, that's not a top. Not even at the gym. You want me going into Planet Fitness with just my fucking boxer briefs on? Watching the back of my dark gray boxers get darker as my butt sweat begins to build? You're welcome, ladies, for that visual. And the same thing applies to ladies as men as far as the casual wear, the fucking pajama wear, the things that you would wear frumping around your house early on a Sunday morning or before you go to bed wearing just your shitty clothes so that you don't dirty the ones that are acceptable for the public. Just be cognizant of that. So we'll move our way on down to the pantaloon area. And as I've already discussed, I do not consider basketball shorts, sweatpants. I do not consider those to be acceptable attire to go out in. I don't care if you're a girl or a guy. Wear some pants, wear some jeans. For ladies, you can wear a skirt. I mean, shit, you can even wear shorts if you just want to fucking wear shorts and you want to be a little more comfortable. You know, ladies, I'm going to call you out once again, similar to the sports brawl thing and leaving maybe a little something up to the imagination. Yoga pants, a.k.a. leggings, and now jeggings, which is just fucking dumb. Maybe I'm just some old man, but I've seen jeggings in action. And every time I hear Tim Gunn in the back of my head going, Oh, sweetie, no. But even the yoga pants and leggings. Like, I grew up in the 90s where leggings were worn under, like, a short skirt. Then all of a sudden something happened where women just said, Fuck the skirt. We're just essentially going to wear a second layer of skin. Now, let's be honest. We know that those leggings conceal and compress a lot of stuff going on with a lot of ladies' legs and butts. It could potentially be the cause for the largest mass-scale legal suit in the history of the world, men against false advertising of leggings and yoga pants. And again, I'm a hot-blooded, heterosexual American male. I like the shape of the female form as much as the next guy. But 
again, it just, it's a little too much, and it feels like athletic wear. There's a reason why they were called yoga pants. They were designed for people to wear in small little private studios and be able to have the flexibility and comfort that they wanted to do yoga poses. But after yoga class, those ladies would change and put their jeans back on or whatever and go home. Then all of a sudden it's like, well, maybe I can just wear these all the time. Let me take you back to the visual I provided for you of me in my boxer briefs. Can you see my junk? No. Can you see my butthole? No. I am completely covered from a legal perspective. Does that mean I should do that? Oh, sweetie, no. I'm going to be honest with you, the high-waisted mom jeans that are coming back into style, I'm kind of digging them. Maybe it's because I'm old and old school, and I remember from when the days of yore back in the 80s and shit like that, when those were popular, and I was starting to learn about girls and my sex drive and things like that. But I dig it. I remember uh, just a handful of years ago when those were made popular and everyone was like making, I think it was Miley Cyrus maybe or Taylor Swift, one of those two. It was some teeny bopper gone pop bopper. But I think it was Miley Cyrus that started wearing these high-waisted jeans and everyone's like, what are you doing, Miley? And it was one of those things like, well, I guess this isn't really going to catch on. You know, she's trying to do something different. But of course, it caught on and now it's very popular. Speaking of Miley Cyrus, it's a shame to kind of see where she's at right now. I was a parent of a little girl when Miley Cyrus or Hannah Montana was all the rage. Zoe owned so much Hannah Montana shit. A Hannah Montana karaoke microphone. Hannah Montana video games. Hannah Montana bed sheets. Hannah Montana shirts. Hannah Montana socks. She probably had Hannah Montana underwear. But now when you hear her talk, it's kind of how I envision a cartoon cigarette would sound. (coughs) Maybe put some lipstick, of course, on the cartoon cigarette to indicate it's a female cigarette. Well, I don't really know what Miley is identifying as this month, so, you know, hit or miss with the lipstick. Maybe lipstick and a wallet. Just kind of cover all the ground. But all that to say, it's also kind of sad that someone like her has such influence over the style of girls and women all across the country. I'm not saying I've never been influenced by a style. There was a period of time where, as a kid, I loved Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure so much that I recreated Bill's outfit, which was like a inside-out gray sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off, not like a workout shirt, like a short sleeve. And then there was a little tear in the chest, which I cut out that tear. And then Wild Stallions was written on it, which I drew in a marker. And then he had a flannel tied around his waist, which I got a flannel that looked just like it and tied that around my waist and I would wear that to school or like Corey Haim and Corey Feldman yes I sound very old but like there were just certain types of polo shirts or things that you would see on kids or teenagers in movies that you identified with that you thought oh that style looks so good if I wore that style then maybe Becky in math class would talk to me but I definitely understand how people can influence fashion But the world is a lot different now than it was back then. Like, for example, when I was doing my dress up as fucking Bill from Bill and Ted's, I was the only motherfucker stupid enough to do that. It's not like everyone was showing up to school and it's like, oh, we all dressed up as Bill today. Most non-triumphant. 
I know that yoga pants and leggings and things like that aren't going to go away anytime soon because they're comfortable and functional and all of that stuff. And again, for women, I understand that they can be compressing and flattering. But ladies, I want to say this, just food for thought. I want you to think about what happened if the next time you went to the grocery store and you walked in, 85% of the men in there were wearing leggings or yoga pants. Would you consider that a little weird and maybe problematic? Ladies, I will also say from a shorts perspective in the vein of what I would call overexposure, if your butt cheek is hanging out below the edge of the shorts, those were designed for you to wear to bed or to a strip club or a porn set. Again, I'm not saying it's not sexy or whatever, but also imagine the fact that now that women are dressing in a way that so much more is revealed just casually, it's a little desensitizing. There used to be a time where if you wanted to see butt cheek hanging out of the bottom of someone's shorts, you had to go get $20 worth of ones or subscribe to a website. Don't forget to block your history, Jeff. Finally, for bottoms or pants or whatever, the big no-no for me as far as what is appropriate in public, this goes for ladies and the men, would be pajama pants. Fucking pajama pants in public is the worst fucking thing I can imagine. When I see someone wearing pajama pants in public, I really don't know what to think. I have to assume that after they leave the speedway, they're going to go home to their cardboard box. If you are not homeless... Or in a dire emergency, like the only time you should wear pajama pants out of the house is if you're being escorted away in an ambulance or you're following an ambulance or your house is on fire. There's no excuse. Don't fucking do it. I don't care how comfortable they are. Those are not designed for fucking public visual consumption. Again, yes, I know my weird set of standards and expectations for myself do not apply to everyone. A lot of you are like, fuck it. I don't care what the fuck people think. I'm not saying I care what people think. I'm growing my hair out right now, and let me tell you, that's going to be an atrocious sight from what is considered to be publicly fashionable, mainly because I don't give a fuck about what the societal expectations are, and it's like, why am I spending all this money on razors and all this shit to keep my head bald? Fuck it. I have plenty of hats. Yay! And remember, none of this is me giving you recommendations on fashion. I am simply telling you kind of the, the ways that my fucking head works. When I leave the house, these are like, oh, no. Oh, sweetie, no. So now we've made our way down to the footwear. Okay, right out of the gate, gonna let you know. I don't know if I've mentioned this in the past on the podcast. Perhaps I have because of my ultimate hatred for... <laughs> Flip-flops. I fucking hate flip-flops. I don't want anything between my toes. Like the idea, like toe rings, seeing a toe ring on someone's toe, that drives me fucking batty. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Your toes were meant to be together, not separated by metal or this rubber little strip that goes between your big toe and your first toe or your second toe. I don't know what you call them. Once you get, you know, we've got index. So maybe your index toe and your big toe. Anyway, flip-flops. Ugh. And when you walk, it's so awkward. The sole of the shoe does not move with your foot, and instead you end up with this late response of 
couple all of those amazing attributes of flip-flops with the fact that it means that I have to look at your fucking gnarly feet. I am not a fan of feet in general, let alone that's another reason I don't like toe rings. Don't put fucking decorations on something that's already horrifically ugly. A foot is basically like a deformed hand, and someone put the thumb in the wrong place. And why are all the fingers shorter than the thumb? If there is a God that created us in the way that the Christian sense believes in, he is a horrible fucking graphic designer. And if you think about people who you find out, Bill has a foot fetish. Ew, a foot fetish? Why? Why couldn't he be like a normal person and just have a booby or vagina fetish? I'll be honest, I would rather have someone shit on me, which I've never done. I have no desire to do that ever, but I would much rather have that done than have someone just jam their feet in my mouth. Oh, I, I want to throw up just thinking about it. Let's move on from feet. Well, we're going to keep talking about feet, but we're talking about footwear. Damn it. I'm stuck on the fucking subject of feet. But with flip-flops, I don't want to see your nasty fucking toes, like especially dudes with your fucking yellow, crusty fucking toenails and your fucking toe hair all... I don't want to see the fucking cowlick on your pinky toe. Me personally, and I know almost everyone will disagree with this, but I believe the only acceptable shoe or footwear for public consumption is a closed foot, closed toe shoe, preferably with a sock to help absorb the fucking sweat of your foot so that the bottom of your shoe doesn't end up smelling like your foot in the first three and a half minutes. I don't wear flip-flops. I don't wear slides. Like, I don't need, like, slides are even worse. At least with a flip-flop, you've got this thing wedged in your toes to hold the front in place. I don't know how I would be able to walk in slides. I, they would just fall off with every step I take because the back is not coordinated. It's not stuck to my foot, the sole. And then the front is completely just, it slides on and off. Can't do it. Crocs. Let's talk about Crocs. The ugliest fucking piece of footwear I have ever seen. Now, I understand they're comfortable. My daughter got some Crocs recently and she loves them. She raves about them. So understand when I bitch and moan and complain about things that people do. Yes, people very close to me that I love more than anything in this world. They're included. So don't feel so bad. But Crocs are the ugliest fucking piece of footwear you could ever wear. It's like someone, you know, in a board meeting was like, so I have this idea for a shoe. All right, tell me more, Steve. So this shoe, it's like a combination of like squeezy soft foam. Okay, I like that. Sounds comfortable. Um, it's also, it's got a shape that's reminiscent of a clog. All right, that's uh, diverse. It, it looks at different nationalities. Go on. And, uh... I was thinking of throwing in just a touch of Swiss cheese. I mean, really, that's what it boils down to. A fucking clog foam Swiss cheese shoe. But everyone's so excited because they get to choose their own style and color, and I can get tie-dyed or red or... Stop it. Crocs a garbage. From my point of view... When it comes to ladies' footwear, like, the thing that baffles me about ladies' footwear is that ladies agree and seem to support wearing high heels all the time because it makes my calf look better. 
I could give two fucking shits about how your calf looks. Is this a commercial for pantyhose? High heels are so, they're so unstable. I know, you know, most men, myself included, if we tried to put on high heels and walk across the room, I would say at least 25% of us would end up with at least a sprained ankle, if not a fracture, before we made it to the other side of the room. It is totally and wholly unnatural. This is a tangent. I'm not saying that I think that high heels are inappropriate. I'm just saying, ladies, why are you fucking still doing it? You have the power to just say no. Before I wrap up, I want to talk about a couple other things that I consider to be relevant and appropriate for appropriate attire. I said appropriate twice. Silly goose. But now that I've given you the head-to-toe run-through, let's talk about the expiration date on clothes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, clothes do expire. Underwear and socks, those are the easy ones to figure out. If your socks, basically if you can't fold them without hearing a crunch, it's time to change those socks out. Or maybe you need to do laundry more often. But alternately, socks also get holes in them very easily. Move on. Get some new fucking socks. They're not that expensive. Underwear. It's a good idea to get some new underwear. Maybe at least every couple years, the waistbands start to wear out. It's something that's been so close to all of your dankest, dirtiest regions for a minimum of eight hours at a stretch repeatedly throughout the year. So socks and underwear expire quickly. Now, undershirts, t-shirts, things like that, you know, especially they're trying to do now where you can get deodorant that doesn't leave the white mark under your armpits. But it doesn't change the fact that deodorant will eventually build up and make the armpits a little stiff. You just gotta let go. A t-shirt is no more. If it was that special to you, you shouldn't have been wearing it in the first place. Like if it was a concert t-shirt signed by fucking Ozzy, don't wear it. I made that mistake when I met White Zombie and they signed my hat and I wore the hat and I sweated through the hat until the signatures were completely gone. I'm a fucking dumbass. Too bad. So sad. Ladies, some of your leggings, I'm going to let you know over time, after many washings, the opaque nature of them is no longer as viable. Now, if that was too much vocabulary for you, what I mean is they start to become see-through. You can see skin tone. You can see your underwear. I have seen things through old stretched out yoga pants in public that only a husband or a proctologist should ever see. Once that happens, it's now an undergarment. You can keep it as an undergarment if you want, or as pajama pants, but once your shit becomes see-through, the guys listening to the show are going, Jeff, what the fuck are you doing? Don't tell them to throw away their see-through pants. I'm telling you what I think is fucking appropriate for public consumption. If your clothes get overly faded to where you can't even read the fucking print on it, or it was like a bright red and now it's starting to turn a salmon pink color, get rid of it, go buy yourself a new fucking shirt. 
Also, from an appropriate attire perspective, color coordination is kind of important. I I would say, you know, this is more fashion-based, but if it's so fucking atrocious to the eyes, it's all the combination of things. Like, if you're wearing fucking flip-flops with hairy fucking toe knuckles, and then you have camouflage shorts on, and then a hot pink fucking t-shirt with a Bud Light logo on it, and then a fucking ball hat turned around backwards with a bunch of sweat stains on it, that is visually atrocious to me. You're now hitting all those requirements, but also from color coordination, don't wear, like today I saw a lady in a gas station and she was wearing a pink camouflage shirt and pant combination. They they looked almost like sleepwear, so I already had an issue, but I was even more concerned with the fact that it was fully fucking coordinated from head to toe. She literally looked like she was going to war with the fucking Care Bears and needed to hide in the bushes. If you're going to wear pink camouflage pants, don't wear a pink camouflage shirt unless you're hunting Care Bears. That's the lesson, children. Finally, the last thing I would like to talk about that I do not think is appropriate, and it includes both fashion and public appropriate attire, is fucking saggy pants. And I see it on white guys just as much as black guys. This is not a issue with a certain ethnicity or culture. It has become a style now, and I don't get it. Why is your waistband down below your butt? I was behind a guy in line in Speedway the other night, and I could tell a white guy, by the way, his shorts were down to basically the bottom of his butt. But he was using both his hands to make the transaction, and all I'm thinking about is what kind of harness system does he have going on under his pants to keep them from just dropping to the fucking floor? Because even in my intermediary sizes that I'm in right now, if I wear my jeans that I can buckle, I take fucking 10 steps and they start to slide down the hips. And then I got to grab them and jack them back up. I know if I let them get to the point where they were at the bottom of my butt, oh, they're hitting the floor. So I don't know how that works. I've seen dudes running down the street holding up the front of their shorts while the back of them are just baggy and their boxers are fucking showing. Just pull your fucking pants up. Buy jeans that fit your waist. There's no such thing as a thigh and inseam. It's not measuring the circumference of your two thighs together and then your inseam. That's not how pants are sold. They are sold to match your waist in your inseam. Pull your fucking pants up. I don't want to see your fucking boxers. So everyone, now that we are into a new season, for those of you who are in a part of the world that is experiencing a change of seasons and you're having to switch out to a different style of clothes, I'm not telling you that you need to change the way that you dress or whatever based on the shit I have said on the podcast. These are my own specific and personal tastes, and primarily these are the expectations and standards that I give to myself before leaving the house. However, there's no extra major effort involved and just trying to present yourself a little bit when you leave the house. So I would implore all of you to just try a little harder if you're going out in fucking flip-flops and a backward hat with a fucking shirt that you cut all the way down to the fucking waist. 
I want to send out a thanks to all my listeners. You guys continue to drive the numbers up. Thank you to Barcelona, Spain. I don't know if it's one listener or multiple, but I have gotten a good amount of listens from Barcelona in just the last week. And I do appreciate it, and I want to make sure I recognize it. Again, if you guys want to keep this show ad and sponsor free, you can feel free to contribute at Jeff Schaefer on PayPal or Venmo. Please be sure to go follow me on social media and make sure that you share this podcast with other people. That is how we grow. Until next time, I'm Jeff. I'll be honest, I would rather have someone shit on me And I'm Jeff. Oh, sweetie, no. Good night.